Welcome everyone and you're listening to Punchline, the show that brings you poetry and perspective for the young and the young at heart. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet. Now, where's that intro music? Welcome back everybody to my mini-series, my two-part two episode mini-series for my 2020-2021 non-scientific global back-to-school study results. I am very excited to be sharing this information with you guys and giving you the 411 on all of my stats that I have laid out um, that you guys submitted in the survey. 216 global participants. I'm very excited about that, considering the fact that I didn't even expect to surpass 100 respondents. So that's amazing in and of itself. But I'm going to get straight into the data collection. I'm looking at the survey results right now, and I'm excited to get into the details. So that's what we're going to be focusing on today. I left off on episode one or part one of this two part series when I was talking about um, the results for the preference of school openings and what kind of measures they should take. So the options were to open as usual with no adjustments, to open with minor adjustments, to open with major adjustments, or to not open at all. So if you need a refresh for those results, then you can go back to episode one near the end, skip the beginning and just listen to those numbers. But I'm going to read a few personal statements from the anonymous optional um, segment in the survey. There were only two options to write um, personal responses and to go into more depth about why participants in the survey chose the options that they did. So here's two. Quote, because I live in a small rural town, I don't think it would be necessary to have online school anymore. We can easily go back to school and still social distance, and that is what our district plans to do. But I know that's not the case for kids in other places, end quote. And another one, I mean, there are a bunch of responses, so I'm just... Picking out random ones, there's no bias here. I don't know who wrote any of these because it was anonymous. I did not ask for names, gender, anything. Just a relative location and age. So here's the second one. Quote, Ontario case numbers are going down, but we can't let our guard down. Opening schools could make a new wave in the fall on top of the normal cold season. That is my biggest concern right now. End quote. So it was interesting to collect specific or longer responses from people to actually understand why they chose what they did. And I can assume that maybe I can infer that the person who wrote this statement in the first one opted for the open with minor adjustments, considering that nobody selected the option to open without adjustments in the first place. And this person might have selected one of the other two, not to open at all or to open with major adjustments. And majority of the people, 75%, chose to open with major adjustments. And I think that fits the description across the board, across the world, regardless of where you go to school or what level of education you have. 
the next one um, talks about safety measures and this was a larger question put into four categories or four sub questions and groups so it was about whether um, people thought there was a certain level of importance to certain measures to be implemented in schools and I gave four different selections so there's requiring daily disinfection, requiring all staff and students to wear masks. The third one is requiring daily temperature checks. And the fourth is requiring a six foot distance between everybody. So um, for daily disinfection, 85.1% of you guys said, or the participants said that they would think that that is essential, while the rest of them said important, but not essential. Um, for requiring everyone to wear masks, 95.2% of all of the participants said that it is essential, and 4.8% of the participants said that it's important but not essential. So I don't know what the circumstances are for these participants. I can't assume anything about their lives, but if that's how they feel, then that is how they feel. I'm sure it's based off of comfort levels on a personal selection but also i hope that everybody considers the safety of others because making masks mandatory is not putting anybody at risk um it's not there the benefits outweigh the consequences and the consequences are really just um for people who have health conditions who cannot breathe well with a mask on and they have medical reasons to not wear masks, that is completely valid, but everybody else I feel they should, just out of concern for their own safety, but also to protect other people and make other people feel safe. Requiring daily temperature checks. Um, this one got some mixed results. Essential was 45.8%, important but not essential was 33.3%, and not important was 20.8%. Now, requiring daily temperature checks in all schools would be hard to put into all schools, especially if they're just trying to allocate funding to keeping programs in the school and to paying teachers, and then now they have to fund the equipment for daily temperature checks. It's very time consuming. It would be chaotic. I can imagine why people would say it's not important or important but not essential. Of course, for schools who can, facilitate that I would strongly recommend that they do even if it's not um, you know every day or every week maybe it could be every month or every other month or maybe they just check random groups of students to ensure that the pools of students and the cohorts are safe um, and can feel as comfortable as possible knowing that not everybody in their class has a fever whether it's covid related or not because having a fever is a covid related symptom but it's not specific just to covid you could have a fever and just have the flu or a cold so it doesn't mean that they would have covid but it would be a symptom so they would be sent home to quarantine people in that group would be sent home as well it's just another safety measure and on to the fourth and final one a six foot distance between all staff and students 33 percent said important but not essential and 67 percent said that it was essential 
like what you hear so far, make sure you never miss a show by clicking that subscribe button now. Punchline is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for tuning in continuously and helping my audience grow to reach out to more young people and deliver more poetry and perspective for the young and the young at heart. That is what Punchline is all about. Please follow the Instagram account at Punchline Podcast and the host Instagram account at Hannah Flores the Poet for more constant exclusive updates. And now back to the show. Now, the next one focuses more on what participants would want out of their school year in terms of planning and organizing whether they're going to be in an actual classroom or online. So for those who said all in-person learning models was their favorite, that would be 16.7% of the 216 respondents. All online learning model was favored by 16.7% as well. And that leaves the majority remainder of the respondents selecting a hybrid learning model, which would be between online learning and all in-person learning. So I left this one open for discussion and some personal anonymous responses. So here are three different responses. Quote, if there happens to be a second wave, everything will be moved online again. All online also reduces the risk of spreading infections completely. End quote. And the second one, quote, it or the hybrid model combines the best of both worlds and allows students to learn properly in person with a teacher while still remaining cautious with health concerns. End quote. And the third and final one that I just randomly selected. Quote, to be honest, I learn best face to face. I don't, I won't be getting the same out of class without good discussions. I know that there are safety concerns, but I really hope to sit in a full class soon, end quote. So you can see that there are a range of different feelings that are mostly centered around personal beliefs, concerns, or just preferences. So this one isn't really, um, that one is more of a personal choice just to see how it would work with your scheduling. And I know that there are school boards out there, including my own, who are still trying to figure things out for the students and teachers to make sure that everybody has an easy transition back into the school year, whether it is that we actually get to say hi in person or we just stick to our Zoom calls and live lessons online or a combination of both. For me, I prefer the hybrid model just because um, it allows me to, one, go back to school and just feel some sort of familiarity, see some familiar faces, get out of the house. I've been getting out of the house, but I mean, I loved going to school and seeing my friends, and obviously it wouldn't be the same at all, but it's better than nothing. Um, I feel very supported and encouraged to learn. I learn very well in person with class discussions. I feel like a, at least two of my classes, which would be English and biology, I thrive off of class discussions. And actually um, French as well. Um, discussions and just talking in person, I think it's just so much better when we have debates or we can just ask our teachers questions right there. It's so convenient and talk to people to help bounce ideas off of each other. That's so much better, I think, than sitting and looking at a computer screen. But 
I don't feel comfortable staying in a classroom with a bunch of people, um, even if it's only the same group of people for the rest of the year. I'd prefer to step out as well and to go home and relax and um, feel safe at home, feel comfortable. I've been doing very well with online classes as well. I took physics for summer school and that was completely online, but I still did very well. And I think it depends on your learning style too. So that's really important. Pick something that's tailored towards your learning style. If you feel that you would be comfortable at completely just staying at home, that's totally fine. If you want the hybrid model, that's great too. Just pick something that's that works for you first and don't just hop on the bandwagon and ask what your friends are doing. Do what's best for you first. And then with another one, I asked, speaking of online learning and online school, I asked how you guys thought of your online school experience. So 29.2% said it was satisfactory, which is good. 25% said good. 16.7% said excellent. 20.8% said poor and 8.4% put in a personal response under the other category and they were um, the responses that were put in the other category some people said it was just meh like as just one word to describe it and that was all they could really say and then other people put in negative responses or that it was like mixed emotions so they didn't really know what to put so they put other and the final one was that I asked participants to rate their personal level of comfort returning to in-person learning environments or campus for the 2020-21 academic year and rate it on a scale from one to five, one being the least comfortable, like it just gives me the heebie-jeebies, or five being completely comfortable, like I'm ready for this, I wanna go right now, my shoes and my outfit are sitting at the foot of my bed right now um, to, to go to school, even though school hasn't started yet. Or maybe it has, but you're just ready and raring to go. So um, less than 10% of the pool rated it one and two, and about 47% of the people rated it um, at a three and a four, and nobody rated it a five. So that was interesting to see. I guess nobody really thought it was perfect. I didn't think it was perfect. I probably would have rated it maybe a four for me because, well, there were some technical issues, but um, of course, all of my teachers, shout out to them. They were great. They made sure that we were all on top of things and um, thank you for your effort and your time because teachers are humans too. They have families, they have kids. We need to really just have a lot of empathy right now because everybody's situation is different. Students have to care for younger siblings. They have jobs, they have other commitments, they have ill family members, or they're just really stressed out. People are dealing with mental health issues and it's important that we look out for one another and try not to discourage people just because, um, you know, they, um, they're not performing their best that they would like for themselves to, or they feel that they're not at their best right now. And we can't blame anybody, really. I mean, this pandemic 
has put everybody in weird situations and we really need to look out for each other. So please stay positive and keep others around you positive and let others know that you're looking out for them and that it's okay. It's okay. Well, I guess that beats me to the punchline. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet, and thanks for tuning in to this two-part series of episodes for the 2020-2021 school um, global survey, non-scientific. I am not a certified researcher. I have no affiliations with um, academic papers and journals and stuff like that. So... I just wanted to see what you guys think, and I hope that this research will go into something constructive, something positive that I could put out into the public and not just this podcast episode series. Um, I'm looking forward to maybe having an article put out there about what I'm doing and all of that stuff, and I have some great prospects for the future that are already lined up. Um... This show is always being streamed on every platform you can pretty much think of. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, and Stitcher. It's everywhere. It's out there. Please tell somebody you know about the show and why you liked it and give them the link. Send them an episode to listen to and see if they'll like it too. I greatly appreciate it all of your shout outs and don't forget to follow the instagram account at punchline podcast and the host instagram account at hannah flores the poet for more constant updates and um, behind the scenes so thanks again for listening and i hope this episode was very telling informative and raw as the data was thank you so much for all of the survey participants and i will be doing future polls very soon on important topics that young people need to know about want to know about and should know about thanks for tuning in and have a great day